This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. All right, welcome back to the home stretch here on Silver and Black today. The post-game edition Raiders 30 to 6 winners. 30! 30 points. The team that struggled to score 20 scored 30. Might have been more if they could have moved the ball better in the second half, but that's okay. Doesn't matter. A win is a win. This was a get-right win for the Raiders, especially mentally. Build some of that confidence in your rookie quarterback. Build some of that confidence in your veterans who were feeling displaced by the former coach. Uh, and so we're back. I'm going to go check out the chat now. Arturo Murph was here earlier. He was in the parking lot of Allegiant. The sound was terrible. He stayed with us as long as he could before the equipment started breaking down and, and cell signals started going. So uh, you missed that portion. If you want to watch uh, what Murph had to say, just rewind after we're done here and you'll be able to see him. And we'll talk to him about it next week. Uh, but I'm in here too. And I'm seeing, uh, let's see, Michael Turner, too conservative in the second half. Yeah, but you know what? Again, as I said, you know, some people will never be happy, Michael. I think you might be one of those, and that's totally fine. Uh, not passing judgment, but if, if I think Antonio Pierce didn't want to be overly aggressive. They were aggressive to start the game out, which I thought was good. You have a rookie quarterback. You're trying to regain the confidence. This team lost its confidence. That's the other thing. And that, that bled over onto the field, okay? So getting them back out there, in my view... They weren't too conservative. I think they missed. They had miscues in the second half, some execution problems in the second half. So even as they were executing more conservatively, to answer your question or your statement, um, I don't think that was the problem. I think the problem was they missed on plays. They had some key penalties, as you know, when they kicked that field goal in the third quarter uh, after after they had nice first down by Trey Tucker there on a nice run. Then then they had to settle for the field goal. So I th- I think overall, to me, I rather have them be a little more conservative. Um, You don't always have to be aggressive. Uh, I get it. You won 30 to (laughs) 6. 30 to 6. Yes, I know you want to win 50 to 6. I get it. I get it. But I think in this one, uh, it was was a good opportunity there. Also, Antonio Pierce, I think towards the the fourth quarter when the game was clearly over and the Giants were not going to mount any sort of comeback, Antonio Pierce did the coachly thing. He kind of just took the pedal up took the foot off the pedal, I should say. Um, and so you can disagree with that, but I, 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 don't, I don't think it was a bad thing. Ariel, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Sustained drives, wearing out their defense while keeping our defense fresh. Yes, the, the Raiders did better at time of possession. The Giants actually held the ball longer. That's still an issue. I think that's one of the issues we should talk about, which is the Raiders, uh, they, 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 when they do sustain drives, great, as they did in the first half. Second half, they didn't. Second half, there were shorter drives. You can be more conservative if you run the ball effectively or through short passing game. They just kind of started to fall off on the second half. So uh, again, we have a situation where they just got to get better week over week. This was a vast improvement. I mean, this is the worst offense in the NFL, one of the worst, bottom two in the NFL. And they came out today, they scored 30 points, and they showed a lot more heart and a lot, a lot better execution overall. It wasn't perfect, though. Again, we saw the offensive line break down towards the end of the game. Why? I'm not sure. Sure, the Giants knew the Raiders were going to try to run the ball and keep the clock moving. 
to get the win and get out of there. But there are still some key there too. We saw some some penalties. We saw some receivers drop balls. You know, normal stuff. It happens. But I do think that the Giants' defense, um, which is not terrible up front. I mean, they're pretty good up front. Actually, they got some injuries there too. But they're they're pretty good up front. And and uh, Thibodeau was shut out today. I mean, the Raiders did a great job on him. Um, and and so I think from that perspective, you got to like what the offensive line did. But again, you also have to look at it from the progression standpoint. Uh, you look at Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell did well overall. He had a couple throws. One was dangerously close to being picked off. That was, I think, his biggest mistake in the first half. In the second half, he had another one to Hunter Renfro, which was a quick pass that was read quickly. And luckily, he fired the ball in fast. If he would have taken a little bit off that, it might have been picked six the other way. So again, he's got he's got things he's got to work on too. But his composure... His opportunities when he did have receivers open, he he threw the ball. I think it was the one to Jacoby Myers. He threw the ball so hard to Jacoby Myers on that little slant coming off the left side that he couldn't hold on to it. And it really did. Mark Sanchez pointed that. He said, hey, a pass like that, you got to throw it in his body. You got to take a little bit off. You don't have to, you don't have to throw every pass like it's a bullet. And I think that uh, that's something you learn as a young quarterback, especially in your, you know, your first real start as the name starter. And I know he was a starter in a Charger game, but that was in an injury capacity. This is the first start as a full-time starter in the NFL. So I get it, a little bit of nerves there. And if that's if that's the worst he does in the in the nerves category, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. So but other than that, it, it was a situation where um, I think that they're 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 in a good spot here to start to put some things together. If they can if they can host the Jets. And win that game against a pretty, pretty good, de- I mean, a really good defense, I think. Uh, and, and, and do what they did tonight. I'm not saying they got to win by 20, 24 points. But if they can do it again and win a game, I don't care if it's close or not. But if they come out and they look fresh and they're, they're playing better complementary football, which is what we saw tonight, then, then they go into those really two difficult games with more confidence. By the time you get to the Dolphins in two weeks, you got to have more confidence. So this will go a long way for them. A win is a win. The question now becomes, can you sustain this new attitude, right? Now, they did after the whole Gruden mess in 2021, when uh, the Henry Rugg situation, all that stuff happened, they did a great job of continuing that. Like, hey, it's us against the world. Hey, we're together now. They banded under Rich Basaccia. And they ended up getting into the playoffs, right? And so can they do that this year? It's a little early to tell, but I do know that it's all going to come down to consistency because one great win where everybody feels good and the fans feel good and the stadium's full of more Raider fans than Giants fans, that's all awesome. But it doesn't mean anything if next week they come out and they look like the Raiders from three weeks ago. Now, I don't think that'll happen. Could they get beat? Yes. How they lose, though, will be different. I know that you don't ever want to lose because you're Raiders fans, so you don't want your team to lose, okay? But how you lose matters too because if you lose like they were losing before, then you got a problem. If you don't, if you come out and you just lose a hard-fought football game, it happens all the time, then great. And I think that that's where my head is with this team. I think now that they may get beat by teams that are better than them, but I don't think they get beat like they've been getting beat because I think they want to play for this guy. They want to play for Antonio Pierce. They want to play for each other. I think they're, when you're in that negative environment, and I'm looking in here uh, in the chat, 
when you look when you play in that negative environment, it, it permeates everything. It permeates your play. It permeates your attitude towards your teammates. It permeates your attitude to the co- coaches, to the to the fan, everything, because nothing is going well, and you just don't feel it. And I don't know if any of you worked in a toxic environment. And that's what I call it—a toxic environment. It's tough, man. It's tough. Like you don't want to get on get out of bed in the morning and go into work. It's just awful. That's gone, and you saw the result tonight. So I think that that's something that uh, erasing that negativity, getting the negative influence out of the locker room. And it happens with players too. Sometimes teams have negative players. You guys probably follow other sports where you've had fans like that. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you just, it just kills it. It's like a cancer when you have overly negative, toxic people. And especially what the stories we've heard now about Josh McDaniels and his spitefulness after the team meeting, which is supposed to clear the air. So, but that's all past. So now the Raiders get to move forward. And can the question becomes, can they sustain this? And I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say on that in the chat. But overall, like what the Raiders did tonight, if you if you look at their choice from a play calling perspective on offense, tell me what you guys liked in the YouTube chat because I really the motion was there. I saw a lot of different sets. There was a lot of variety that I hadn't seen before, and to me that was a big deal because the Raiders were able to keep the Giants off kilter. Right? They were keep, to keep them questioning what was going on. And, and and they had good they had good protection early on, so Josh Jacobs could run the ball. He had what seventy yards or sixty some yards in the first half, and so that was big. Um, and I, I'm I'm going to bring up the numbers here and look at these overall, and I'll actually see if I can share these with you guys. Well, you don't need to see it on the screen, but anyway, you look at the the team stats overall. Some of the things that you look at when you look at the Raiders third down efficiency not great for the Raiders tonight. They were five of fourteen for thirty six percent. You'd like to see that you know over. Yeah, you'd like to see it over 50% for certain, um, but even better that. Good news, in the red zone, they were 3 of 4, so 75% in the red zone. Goal to go, they were 2 of 2. Of course, Josh Jacobs, both touchdowns. So you got to like that. Those are good numbers when you're looking at team numbers. And again, no turnovers. The three touchdowns, of course, were all rushing. But uh, if you look at the situation with the passing game, better right better we saw positive movement with Aiden O'Connell and there's no question that he should be the quarterback moving forward and he is as they've know if they, as they've mentioned so it's all good uh and I, I appreciate everybody being with us tonight and and I know we we lost Murph early because of the technical issues out there at Allegiant Stadium but it's all good but I, I I'm I'm encouraged for the Raiders I'm encouraged by the attitude I'm encouraged by the performance tonight. Now, again, it's just going to be, can you sustain it? And can you bring this culture to life over a period of time? So we'll see. But we're going to get into it uh, for the rest of the week as well. Uh, We will be back on Tuesday, Mo and I, and we'll talk a little more in depth uh, on the X's and O's on this. But I just wanted to get you guys uh, uh, a quick show, quick live show, and talk about tonight's wins and the fact that they finally, Hunter Renfro can finally take off the Where's Waldo costume because apparently... 
Uh, Antonio Pierce knows where he is <laughs> to use him tonight, which is good. And the same thing can go for Josh Jacobs. I mean, there's so many great superlatives from tonight. There were, I mean, the offensive line, no sacks given up tonight. So the rookie quarterback, I mean, he had pressure a couple times, but really nothing to speak of. So good job on them. That shows you, especially over the last couple of weeks, shows you how much they, they are rallying behind this kid at quarterback. It's big. Then you had Josh Jacobs. Just Didn't he seem like he had a little more pep in his step? Like that first step seemed to be just like the Josh Jacobs we saw last year. And again, I talked about Hunter Renfro. I know a Devontae Adams should get the ball more, but I w- I'm, I'm pretty sure that when I hear Devontae Adams' comments from after the game, he's going to say, it doesn't matter. I just felt good. We were moving the ball. We were going down the field. So Aiden O'Connell will find that rhythm with him. But uh, getting everybody involved in the offense had to feel good for, for all that. And then the defense, great night. I mean, two turnovers on defense, takeaways on defense. Also, you had the eight sacks. Eight, eight sacks. I can't believe eight sacks. It's hard to believe, isn't it? You should feel good about it. You could stroll into work tomorrow holding your head high and having fun talking about the Raiders for once, which would be good. It wasn't an ugly win. It was a beautiful win, if I'm a fan, because there was never any question who was going to win the game right? <laughs> once you got out of the first quarter. So that was a good thing. But we'll see if they can sustain it. There's a lot to talk about. We'll get into the more technical stuff. Just wanted to get on, get our voice of the fan with Murph, who obviously is knee deep in Raider Nation tailgate at Allegiant Stadium. So thanks for him or to him, excuse me, for being with us. And thanks to you guys all for being with us here on the special live edition, the game reaction show from Silver and Black today. We will be back Tuesday again. So please make sure you join us on Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. Also, do me a favor, if you're on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, and also hit the notifications bell so that you know whenever we're live or whenever we have a new video. So we appreciate that. Shout out to everybody in the chat. We appreciate you guys being with us, and thank you so much for your support. For our producer, Mike Robier, for Murph, I'm Scott Colbrans, and this has been Silver and Black Today, the post-game edition. Raider Nation, enjoy your win, enjoy your Sunday night, and enjoy your victory week as we get geared up for the Raiders to face the Jets next week. Once again, Raiders beat the Giants 30-6, to a dominating performance on defense and a very good, very good performance on offense for once for the Las Vegas Raiders. Until next time, we'll talk to you later, everybody.